according to St. Luke, the 12th chapter. Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out, an unfailing treasure in heaven, where no thief can come near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their master to return from the wedding banquet, so that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and knocks. Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly, I tell you, For he will fasten his belt and have them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so, blessed are those slaves. But know this, if the owner of the house had come and had known what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. You You may be seated. (laughs) Stuff. Who here has stuff? Anybody? Anybody? If you don't, I'm really, really jealous. Part of the reason I came all the way from Buffalo, New York yesterday was to finish collecting all of the rest of my stuff from the seminary at Gettysburg, of which I moved out of back in May. I had three storage units full of stuff. I only had one left-ish. It was about half full. But all of that stuff is still sitting in the attic at my house, untouched, unpacked, kind of strewn about everywhere. I don't even remember some of the things I brought home. But of the things that were left in my storage unit here in Gettysburg, of the things I deemed unnecessary back in May, included a bookcase still full of books, all of my husband's college paperwork that he probably hasn't looked at in 10 years, Um, if he even looked at it when he was in college. (laughs) An end table that was given to me for free that I just cannot part with for some reason. And my wedding dress. Stuff. The summer of Luke is all about stuff. And when I think about stuff, I get anxious. And when I get anxious, I pray. And when I pray, I sing. And so I'm going to sing. And the the song that I've been singing as I wrote down my thoughts, Be Thou My Vision. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me save that thou art. Thou my best thought both day and by night. Waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. 
what the gospel is kind of getting at. Stuff. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And this isn't the first time in Luke that we hear about stuff. Last week's text, we hear about a man, a rich man, who stores up all of his possessions and has so much of it that he builds another barn. I should probably hire him. But then he realizes that it's worthless. Worthless because that very night that his possessions are stored up, he will be gone from the earth. And then what happens with all of those things? The next, very next story in the gospel is that of the lilies. And Jesus tells the disciples, look at the lilies. Look at the birds. Look at the grass over in that field over there. It doesn't worry. And yet, God takes, takes care of those things. Luke is concerned with our anxiety of our stuff and our greed of our stuff. In our gospel text today, Jesus tells them, do not be afraid, anxiety, and don't be greedy. Sell your possessions and give alms. Okay, cool. But how do I do that? Jesus says, make purses for yourselves that do not wear out, an unfailing treasure in heaven where no thief comes near, and no moths can destroy. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So Luke is a special kind of gospel. He talks about stuff more than any other thing in his entire book. He talks about possessions and money more than anything. And the reason why is because of the people he was writing to. The people that Luke was writing to were people who had a lot of stuff. They were wealthy people who still lived at home with all of their things surrounding them. They were not like the early disciples who decided to give up everything on a seashore just to follow Jesus without knowledge of where the next meal would be coming from or where their clothes would go once they fell to tatters. No, the people that Luke is writing to are those people who have everything still beside them. Their three KitchenAid mixers, it's me, all of their end tables that have been given to them over the years that they can't seem to get rid of. And I think that we're still like those people that Luke was writing to, or at least I know I am. It's tough to get rid of our stuff because it holds such a connection to us. I mean, Netflix is even making TV shows about it now, our relationship with our stuff. My personal favorite is tidying up with Mary Kondo. Do I follow any of the things that the show says? No. But it's cool to watch someone else give away all of their stuff. But I think it's important to look at Sell your possessions and give alms. What is it that you're holding on to, Jesus is asking, that's making you worry? 
What things do you have splayed out in your attic that you probably haven't looked at in six months and would be surprised just sitting up there untouched and possibly unopened? Jesus is asking us through the Gospel of Luke, through these weeks, to sell our possessions so that we can give them to someone who could use them, someone who has less than what they need. Riches I heed not, nor veins empty praise. Thou mine inheritance now and always. Thou mine, thou only, the first in my heart. Great God of heaven, my treasure thou art. The stuff we have holds on to us. I know over this last year, I've just started giving things away. But it was tough at first. And the most difficult thing for me to give away was a nativity set and a Koresh that my mother-in-law had given to me. She just gave them to me because she thought I would like them. And eventually, I had to let them go because these boxes were huge. Two huge boxes that I knew were not going to fit in the U-Haul because I have too much stuff. And so I called her and asked her, would it be okay if I gave these away? And she said, yeah, I don't care about them. It's fine. (laughs) Cool. Thanks, Diane. I worried and worried for two weeks before I called her to see if I could give that thing away. And that's most of the stuff in my attic. And I'm sure that's most of the stuff in your attic, too. Things that we're really not sure if we can give away because they hold us so tightly. And the funny thing about stuff is that the actual baggage, the ones that we take on an airplane, can sometimes give us spiritual baggage. And as my pastor used to say, that spiritual baggage eventually turns us inward and we start looking at our navel. We're more concerned about ourselves than opening up ourselves to our neighbor. Letting go of the worry, straightening up ourselves, and asking God what it is that we can do with our time, our talents, our possessions, That could be where our treasure should be. And so as we leave this place, let us think about those treasures that we have. Jesus, I don't think, is telling us to get rid of everything. You still need a house. You only need one KitchenAid, Ashlyn. You can get rid of the other two. But What is it that we have that is adding extra stress to our lives, making us worry, making us crumple inwards? And where, as the hymn writer asks, can our treasure be in God? Amen.